Hello again, friends and fellow truth seekers. Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast, where my goal is to help you break out of old paradigms, ask the right questions in your search for deeper meaning for your life, and help you shift from a spiritual skeptic to a free thinker. Let's dive in with today's adventure. Hi, everyone. The subject for today's podcast is going to be about what I must really refer to as almost a miracle in terms of my wife's recovery. And I also want to do a follow-up to the whole business with her getting her hair done from yesterday. But let me start with the hair thing. So in yesterday's podcast, I talked about this wonderful angel nurse supervisor. Her name was Moira. And Moira offered to wash my wife's hair. It's, it doesn't sound like a big deal, but after you've been in the hospital for 12 weeks, it's kind of a big deal, and especially since you can't use water around all the air equipment they have there. And Moira offered to have this little party, basically. She said, I'll get the girls together, and we'll go down, and we'll do your wife's hair, and it'll be fun. And I thought that was a blessing, and it was really a wonderful thing, and that's how I left it yesterday. And I expected to come back today to see, to see that my wife's hair was, was at least clean, Anyway, I came back in today, and it was not clean. It hadn't been touched. And I thought, oh, well, you know, that didn't work out like I thought it would, and, and maybe I was a little overzealous and happy about what was going on, and, geez, I put up my podcast and everything. And her nurse was sitting out in the hallway. Her nurse is somebody named Eddie, a male nurse, and he was he's still there today, too. So I said, Eddie, what was the deal with my wife's hair yesterday? Wasn't the supervisor, uh, Miss Moira, going to come down the hallway and take care of it? And he said, oh, yeah, she, she did come down. She came down with some of the other nurses, but your wife wouldn't let them touch her hair. <laughs> I said, what? He said, yeah, they came in the room there, but she wouldn't let them touch her hair. So my wife now is able to talk, which is another big deal. And she apparently told them no. So I went into my wife and I said, what are you, what are you doing? I, I got these ladies to come to your hair. And she just kind of stared at me. And I said, I'm going to go back today. I'm going to go back and talk to the supervisor and get her to come back down again with some other nurses. And will you please let them wash your hair this time? And so she agreed she'd do that. So I'll see what happens when I go tomorrow. But the whole situation with my wife has been an unbelievable change of events. And, you know, I, I'll i tell you what happened first and then kind of what I think happened spiritually. But about a little over a week ago, and I mentioned this in my one of my last couple podcasts, we had a family meeting with the doctors. And they told us that they thought it was probably time to consider what they call terminal weaning, basically disconnecting her from the ventilator because she was uh, she had just gotten over pneumonia, she was very weak, and th- in their experience, what happens to ventilator patients in this condition is they have periods of up and down. When they get a little bit better, they go to a skilled nursing facility or called a SNF. Right now, she's in a long-term acute care facility or LTAC. So she's in the LTAC. She may go to a sniff, but she'll get an infection in the sniff, they, they said, and then she'll go back to the ICU, and then she'll go back to the LTAC, and then the sniff. And as she goes through this cycle, every time she'll get weaker, and eventually she'll, she'll succumb to the infection. And I heard this not only from the doctors in the family meeting, but I've heard this from another doctor, a pretty prominent neurologist whom I, whom I trust. So in this family meeting, my son was there with me, and we were, both of us were just really disheartened to hear this news. 
And I basically said, well, the doctor was about to go on vacation for a week. So I said, okay, when you come back from the vacation, doctor, we'll, we'll you know, consider initiating the, the terminal weaning part. And he assured me that we would keep her comfortable and that she would go into a hospice there in the hospital and uh, that she would have no pain or anxiety. And that was my main concern. But after that meeting, I was a complete wreck. I mean, I, I didn't know how I was possibly going to do that. And I went and researched what happens when you disconnect a patient from the ventilator. It's, it's a process that they're aware of what's going on. And you're holding her hand and, and she passes away at some time. We asked the doctor during the meeting, how long does such a process take? And he said, well, it, it could go anywhere from maybe an hour to, you know, that day, the whole day. And in my research, on the internet anyway, it said that patients that are experience this terminal weaning process, normally it's like an hour or so that they last. And I had been through this with my son, and I had no desire whatsoever to do this with my wife. And then I had this period that I discussed in an earlier podcast where I prayed and meditated at night. As part of my spiritual awakening, I started meditating daily on a daily basis. And again, this is stuff I never would have considered doing years ago, but it has helped me gain clarity. And during that meditation process, I was under, or I thought I was under, a lot of pressure to make a decision when this doctor came back to say, yes, we'll start it, you know, next Monday or we'll start it on Tuesday, which would have been like right now. And the voice, a voice came to me, and I understand that voice to be basically my, my inner being or my, my connection to God basically said, what's your hurry? What's your rush? There's no rush to please the doctor. There's no rush to please the hospital. There's no rush because of money in terms of taking care of her. What's your rush? Just relax. And if it's necessary, the time will be right. And you'll know that it's the right time to do it. And I I just relaxed about the whole decision and decided to enjoy the time that I had with her when I saw her every day and see what happens. Well, the next day I went in, it was Wednesday. Next day I went in and she, she was trying to talk to me and a little bit of air was escaping from the ventilator, but she seemed, uh, she seemed alert and surprisingly so that I, I didn't, um, I was surprised she was, she was responding to me because some days previous to that, she would just stare at me, not even know who I was, but she, she was alert. She knew what was going on. And they had her on something called CPAP, meaning that the, re- the pressure from the ventilator was reduced and she was initiating her own breath. So I thought that was awesome. Um, I did not see her the Thursday, the following Thursday, because I'd gotten the flu shot that night and Wednesday night and I was a mess and had flu symptoms and I couldn't have gotten in the hospital. Anyway, Friday I saw her and she was off the ventilator. She was on something called the trait collar. And she was wearing this trach collar, and basically it just blows air across the trach tube. And she's, but she, the ventilator's not functioning at all. In fact, the ventilator's disconnected. And I asked how long she'd been on that, and they told me since the previous day, which shocked me because at most I thought she could tolerate maybe an hour or two. But she'd been off the ventilator, <laughs> off the ventilator for almost a day. And the, the respiratory therapist came in and said, man, she's doing really well. She's... It's amazing. She's just, she's doing really well. And she was also talking to me better. So even though she didn't have a cap on the trach tube, which is what they need to let her talk, she was able to really actually communicate pretty well 
with the air that was going up through her vocal cords. All this is technical stuff. I'm, I apologize, but it's what's going on. So the one of the ladies who was in the meeting, the family meeting with us earlier, she's the social worker. She came up to the room. She found me and she said, Mr. Nicholas, can I talk to you a second in the hallway? And I said, sure. So we got in the hallway and she said, look, you know, we had talked about uh, start initiating terminal weaning next week. This was last Friday. And your wife is actually, she's not on the ventilator. She's already off the ventilator. So she said, if we had done terminal weaning, what we would have done is what's happening right now. We would have taken her off the ventilator to see how she managed to progress or even survive. But she's doing fine. So should I consider other options besides the weaning, terminal weaning, obviously? Should we look at having her move to a sniff? And I said, yes, please. That'd be, of course, awesome. That'd be terrific. So... That progress has continued, and I came back in Saturday, and she was still on on the on the trach collar. The ventilator was still standing by, but she was talking better and, and more alert. And then today, I was driving to the hospital, and I get I see a phone call on my phone, and it's from the doctor at the hospital. And he's now back from vacation today, and he said, "Mr. Nicholas, uh, I just want to call you and tell you I saw your wife, and I really just can't believe it." <laughs> I'm amazed. She's doing really well. She's been off the ventilator. I've had the ventilator removed from her room. She doesn't need it. She's doing fine on the trach collar. And uh, I'm just I'm just really surprised at how she's doing. And he said, I told you that, you know, some patients, you know, just really surprise us and do really well. And, and it looks like your wife is one of them. And I said, well, doctor, are we still going to experience this cycle where she gets sick and gets an infection and goes back in and comes back out? And he said, nope. He said, uh, I don't think so. I think I, this is the first time I'm saying this, but she may be able to, I think she may have a chance to get out of this. So I was ecstatic and went to the hospital today and she was, she was doing amazing things. And uh, I asked her to say the alphabet backwards. <laughs> and she, she didn't want to do that. Um, she did get Z right, but that was about it. But then I start with simple math problems like two times three and three times three and she struggled initially, honestly, with two times four. She told me it was six, and she insisted it was six. <laughs> but after a little while, she got it, and then she was doing math problems fine. So, you know, I don't know where this is going and uh, where this is all leading, but I, I have to say that the whole process of looking for things that are good, you know, and, and no matter what I'm doing today or no matter where I'm going, my dominant intention is to see what I want to see. I say that every day and I intend when I get to the hospital to see good things and have good things happen. And all I can say is it may be that, maybe it's God, maybe it's all the prayers. She has a ton of people praying for her, but right now she's she's kind of in miracle land in terms of her recovery. You know, a little over a week ago I was planning for her funeral and uh, now Oh, geez, she's probably going to listen to this podcast someday. But anyway, I was planning for her um, her, her weaning, terminal weaning part, and now I'm, I'm planning for her coming home eventually. So that that's an awesome thing. So that's where I am today. That's the story for today. That's the update on her hair and the update on her progress and how it relates to my, uh, my spiritual journey. So thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Well, that wraps up things for today. Can you do me a favor? 
Can you hit the subscribe button wherever you download this podcast? That way, you'll never miss an episode. And even more importantly, can you leave a review? On most phones, you just need to scroll down below the episodes and you'll see the review options. Both things will help other seekers, such as yourself, find this podcast more easily. And that's what I'm looking for. More awesome people like you. So thank you until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you.